we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 23rd, 2019. And today, just again, another comprehensive uh, current event study. Tons to report on. Try to get through as much as I can. Uh, we got in about six hours last week. And uh, I'm not exactly sure where this one's going to end up, but I know I've got that much content. So, um, <clears throat> before we get into the, the main part, just um, read this this morning, Psalm 63, which you always hear me talk a lot about Psalm 64. Um, this is also, I mean, all the Psalms are great. But um, particularly moving into the day and times we're living in, uh, there's a lot of applications, I believe, for Psalms. I know that... Uh, Steve Quayle would just put out a report not too long ago, uh, the last few days, on um, imprecatory prayers and why um, we should be praying those. And I'm not saying that's all you do, but they're biblical applications to imprecatory prayers. And um, if you've never heard my study on Psalm 64, where I get into that, we explain that whole thing. So just key in Psalm 64 at contendingfortruth.com and my testimony about Psalm 64 if you want to know more about that and again that's something that the church modern day church doesn't emphasize at all they don't emphasize that and they're not praying in that way or they're not at least they're not utilizing that as a component in their spiritual warfare weaponry and that's my whole point let's use the totality of scripture for faith and practice and spiritual warfare and these types of things it's not we don't have to leave things out and um the psalms are there for a reason proverbs is there for a reason the old testament is there for a reason and um just like the new testament so psalm 63 says and this is more of a of an encouraging type of thing in I'm trying to always emphasize as the information that I'm covering seems to get darker almost every single week. And I wish it weren't so. Truly, I do. I wish I didn't have to do what I'm doing in that regard. I'm not, I'm very, very grateful to be doing what I'm doing. And I love what I'm doing. And I love my listeners and I love contendingfortruth.com. And I, I am very, very thankful to the Lord Jesus Christ that he's put me in this position where I can do this. But having said that, the information that I obviously cover on a week-to-week -week basis is not fun to cover. You know, a lot of times it's just downright horrific. So always going back to the Word of God, grounding ourselves there in the Word of God, in the Lord Jesus Christ, in Father God, is where we need to always come back to. Uh, because if we don't do that, we're we're going to go crazy <laughs> with all the insanely dark information. And and this week is no different. And, and again, it just, I think if I would have even went back 10 years ago and, and saw what I would be reporting on today, I would have been almost in disbelief how much worse it's got. Psalm 63, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee, which is also a, a tenet of, um, well, you, you, you read that a lot. And um, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So dwelling in the secret place of the Most High is getting alone with the Lord, essentially, in prayer. 
I'm simplifying it, but um, early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth, thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so I have so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live, I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed, and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lowest, lower parts of the earth, which is hell, obviously. Um, they shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes. So if you feel like this is a prayer to pray, you know, if you feel like your enemies are, are overcoming you and they're bearing down on you, Psalm 64 too. And again, we're not praying this because we want to see people burn in hell, okay? But God does know the beginning from the end. And I think above all you pray, you know, if it be possible, Lord, may their souls be saved. Whatever it takes, Lord, if you have to hang them out over hell in order for their soul to be saved, do that, please. By all means, I don't want to see him burn in hell. Um, but God does know the beginning from the end. He does know who is going to get saved and who is not going to get saved. Um, the Bible does talk about, you know, vessels of wrath fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. These are vessels of wrath. Uh, the wicked. The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. That's what the Bible says. God hath created all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. The Bible says in Jude, where it says that these were men of old, men who were ordained unto this condemnation. It's like they were preordained unto it. They were fitted. They were prepared ahead of time. Now, I don't understand all that. Uh, God knows the beginning from the end. I just, I'm just glad I'm on the winning team. I'm <laughs> just grateful I'm on the winning team. Um, but, you know, when you say, but those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go down into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be the portion for foxes. When God does judge the wicked, good things always happen. You know, and you go to the next Psalm, Psalm 64. And, and it talks about the good things that result when God's judgment comes down. Uh, we need God's judgment. We need God's judgment in order uh, to beat back the wickedness, in order for people to get saved. And, uh, the Bible says, All men shall see in fear and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. And the righteous shall be glad, and the Lord shall trust in him, and all the upright in heart shall glory. In the next Psalm, Psalm 64, And that is after God shall shoot at them with an arrow, and suddenly shall they be wounded, so they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. And then all that see them shall see in fear and shall declare the work of God. So, God's judgment on wicked men, on wicked people, on wicked entities, always results in very, very positive things. Ananias and Sapphira, in the New Testament, 
they got killed and great fear fell upon the body of Christ and many were converted. I'm sure a lot of people got right with God. It was always it's always a good thing when God's judgment happens. Um so that's how I look at these types of psalms. Not because I want to see people burn in hell and and this type of stuff, but you know, there are a lot of vessels of wrath fitted for God's destruction. I don't know who exactly they are. God does, and he knows how to ferret that all out. He knows how to weed them out. The Bible talks about the, the wheat and the tares. The tares like a weed. And I don't know what a weed is ever going to do to actually ever become wheat. How can a weed become a weed? It's a different um, species. It's, you know, it's, it's not the same. They're different. So that's God's business. That's God's economy. That's for him to decide and, and, and to uh, weed out. But these are the types of prayers when you pray them, you're praying the word of God. And I believe that, you know, this is the type of thing where if a lot of Christians were doing this, God would move on the behalf of his remnant on the behalf of righteousness at a higher level when these types of prayers are never prayed um you know the hand of god is not going to move near as much as if it would if the remnant was praying it's just cause and effect is all it is so last verse but the king shall rejoice in god Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. So we, we have that. Um, and now going into the study here, and I, I have to report on this because we've talked a lot about this, and I'm just going to try to hit some rapid fire bullet points on this. Pentagon deploys troops to Saudi Arabia. Now, this is over the, the oil refiner and then all of the other false flag things that... Um, our government, Saudi Arabia and Israel, have orchestrated together to, you know, blame on Iran. I'm not saying Iran's puritanical and wonderful, and but um, they there, there's no reason that they would possibly want to do this, to go to war with us, and we're um, but we we want this, and we've talked a lot about this, how the war machine has to keep going, how we have to be brought into World War Three. And most likely, this is the last domino that's got to fall, which is Iran. Um, the U.S. is now expediting delivery of military equipment. Remember, I told you, I've been telling you this for the last few months. It's all about pre-positioning of troops and assets ahead of time. So that when they do go to war, they're going to have all their stuff there that they need to go to war. That's what we've been doing for the last months and that's what we are doing right now leading into october which is when that david goldberg guy that was assassinated said that it would start now i don't i'm not going to date set that's what he said is was their plan now that could get moved forward it could get moved back i mean we're all, we're almost in october but uh, you know god is in control so i'm not a date setter never been I'm just telling you, uh, based on the intelligence I've seen and, and the reports I've done in previous studies, that's the time frame I've seen. I hope that doesn't happen because World War III is eventually going to lead us, bring us into the tribulation. That's what the plan has been from the globalist, 
for over 100 years. Okay, this is the last world war. You know, and then we know what, you know, the tribulation entails, essentially. Iran is moving missiles to protect their oil facilities. Iran is also under cyber attack. We've been doing a lot of that to them as well. Any way that um, America, Israel, Saudi Arabia, and um, those, anything they can do to provoke Iran into war, and we've talked a lot about this has been a big part of their plan, is we want to, what can we do to provoke war in the Middle East and to provoke Iran? And this has been planned out for a long time. Trump, and here's again, the, the provoking. Trump announces the highest sanctions ever imposed on a country regarding Iran. They're trying to squeeze Iran so hard that they have no choice but to fight. No choice at all. Then they, have, then they stage these false flag attacks and blame it on Iran. And, you know, it's all by design on purpose. They got to get this war machine on the road. The United States is deploying military forces to the Middle East after Saturday's drone attacks on major oil sites in Saudi Arabia, most likely all false flag, that the administration of, of President Donald Trump blamed on Iran. Knee-jerk, they were blaming them while they were happening, essentially. <laughs> you know, Pompeo, Trump, you know, they know everything, they know. Well, you know, it's scripted. It's all theater. So this is the next script. The president has approved the deployment of U.S. forces, which will be defensive in nature. That's what they're saying. Yeah, right. And primarily, it, what they're doing is prepositioning assets so that when they're going to go go hot, they'll ha we'll say, "Well, we already had our assets here." But we're we're doing this is just defensive for now. Yeah, right. That's why they've already got troops stationed over there, getting ready to go to war. They've literally got me of medals now just for this Iranian World War Three war campaign special medals now that they've created just for this campaign had a listener his son's over there in qatar sent me and I, it was it was posted on my pdf i think i was the only one on the internet to put that out from inside one of the meetings where the general was up there in a powerpoint presentation you can see these two different medals just for the and you could read on the powerpoint just you know so it's a done deal it's an absolute done deal this is World War III. I don't see I don't see how this doesn't turn into World War III. And you're going to see more of this. Why? There Iran is, is training now with China and Russia. <laughs> I think I don't know if it's this week or whatever. They're all coming together to coalesce. So you're going to have your Axis and your whatever powers. You're going to have, you know, America, UK, Saudi Arabia, Israel, and I'm sure others, against Iran and their allies. Okay, China, Russia, World War III. Which, you know, the, the peace plan with Jared Kushner, that's probably going to come on the heels of World War III. All the tensions going on in the Middle East. All the tensions going on in Israel. Guys, this is most likely the start of the tribulation when World War III is done. That's what the globalists have said. For over 100 years that that um, I, I know david bay for a long time at cutting edge was saying it would they had planned it to be a 91 day war now i'm not saying that's going to be the case because i mean most world wars were a lot longer 
Um, but they were saying, for some reason, the occultist, from the occultic information he had seen, it was to be a 91-day war. And out of the ashes of that 91-day war would arise the Antichrist and the false prophet, the, the man of false peace. He's going to come and get everybody on the same page. He's going to get Iran and Russia and China and, you know, well, how, how is that done? The only way I see that being done, and this totally lines up with all the studies I've ever done on the Ascended Masters and Maitreya, they call him Lord Maitreya, I call him Devil Betraya. Um, and I'm not saying he's the Antichrist, but I do think this, the Ascended Masters are going to be a component. I don't understand how the Man of Peace arises. And they're going to remember, Man of Peace and the False Prophet, where are they going to come? All signs and lying wonders and miracles, thereby which they're going to deceive the whole world, and if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Okay, so we got that all going on. That's the only way I see them deceiving the whole world. I don't see it coming about any other way. You have to have a religious component, in other words. Because it doesn't matter what you would say to the Muslims from a peace negotiation thing. Does that matter? I mean, can you can you talk the Muslims out of raping, you know, all the women in, in the UK and doing all the wickedness that they're doing? The only way you're going to stop those demon-possessed devils is through a religious component if Allah said to stop doing it. Or to at least stand down for whatever reason. Because the, the long-awaited Imam Mahdi is here now they believe in, in islam that the imam is only going to come through maximum amount of bloodshed so they want this they want there's a large component of islam that wants world war three anyway because they don't believe their awaited savior is going to come unless there is a maximum amount of carnage i believe even on both sides so you can understand out of the ashes of world war three whether it's a 91 day period or a three-year period or whatever that People will be desperate for peace. So then the false man of peace will come and, and with all signs and line wonders and miracles, which will even wow them more. And you know there's going to be a religious uh, component. And most likely this is all going to be in conjunction with these ascended masters making their big arrival. They've been preparing us for this with all the sci-fi movies and the, you know, the comic books and, 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 and the TV shows and all this stuff for decades. And they're going to say, you know, listen... We're your gods. We created you. You know, all your religions were created by us. You've corrupted them. You're a little science experiment. You messed things up pretty bad, haven't you, Junior? Well, we're going to have to come back and kind of straighten things out. All you're going to have to do is bow down, worship us, and do whatever we say and take the mark of the beast here. And everything's going to be just cotton candy, Jim Dandy for you. That's how I see it kind of going down. I'm not saying it's maybe that exact scenario, but I see it going down. Some derivation of that scenario i've said this for years and yeah do i think maybe matreya could yeah i think he's gonna at least play a part he's the one the united nations has united nations has been promoting for decades as the coming awaited world teacher who who claims to be like everything wrapped up into one he claims to be the the uh christ to the christians the fifth Buddha to the Buddhist. Now, these are all the awaited saviors of the five major religions of the world. This is United Nations sponsored. World goodwill, United Nations, United Nations sponsored. They're coming awaited savior that has been this way for decades. 
He's also the Imam Mahdi to the Muslims and the Krishna to the Hindus and the Messiah to the Jews. He claims to be all five of those things. Now, again, are they going to all have their own separate little ascended master? And guess what? What's going to happen in conjunction with that? The whole alien. Because they're all, they're all involved in that. They're, that's the, the ascended masters and the UFO whole thing is all totally the same thing. The, you know, the Nordics, the, the ones that appear, well, those are how the ascended masters appear. These blonde hair, blue eyed, a lot of them are, not, not all of them. But these, you know, Adonis godlike creatures that appear to people sometimes when they get abducted in these types of things. And they always, they will point people many times to these ascended masters. These ascended masters are, are the ones that have channeled through people like Madam H.P. Blavatsky, who started the Theosophical Society, and, and Alice Bailey. These are the writings that underpin the United Nations, what they will point to. And Maitreya, who is the only ascended master that the united nations has ever pointed to and sponsored that i know of now i'm, I'm talking about for the, the the big enchilada position they pointed to a lot of ascended masters and a lot of the of the writings of these books that were channeled by people like alice bailey that is where the united nations will send you i mean if you go to to, to um, lord matreya's website matreya's website devil betraya at Share International, look it up. It's it's up there. You can go to there right now. Just can Share International Matreya. Recommended reading list. Go to it. Alice Bailey, Madame Blavatsky. Where did the, where do the writings that they were all come from? Devils that channeled channeled books to them, that were published. Lucifer Publishing was the was the first publisher that put this out. I think back in the thirties, started putting out um, Blavatsky's works and. Alice Bailey. I've done gigantic studies on that. And then the and then the master Jesus, the fake Jesus that's coming back, who's going to come to the Christians and deceive them. He looks just like the the picture, the, the pictures we see in the churches, that Adonis looking Jesus. I mean, who who's that? Well, it's not what Jesus looked like, according to what the Word of God says. You know. The Bible says, Isaiah 53, 1, who hath believed our report, this is in prediction of Jesus, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. In other words, Jesus Christ was not outwardly physically handsome like all the pictures we see, like from in the Catholic Church. Now that's the way God chose to manifest. Probably, um, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure the reasoning on all of that, but probably because Jesus wanted to appear, wanted to appear in the most humble form that he could. And if he came as some perfect Adonis looking, you know, that doesn't exude that so much. You know, now, when we see him in heaven, that's a whole other different ball of wax. Okay. But I'm saying the way that when he walked the earth. So I, I'm looking at my, I've, I've done a whole teaching on this. Just key in master Jesus at contendingfortruth.com. You'll find it. Please be careful with any images of Jesus. These images were first portrayed to the masses 
hundreds of years ago by the Catholic Church and are now promoted by the New Age movement as well. This Jesus is always portrayed with long hair and many times a halo, which is also called a pagan sun disc. Now, um, the Bible says... In 1 Corinthians eleven fourteen, doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. But this Adonis looking Jesus always has long hair. And an Egyptian pagan sun disc. Also called a nimbus. Many times he's also portrayed as like the, and especially in Catholic part, with the, the Illuminati all-seeing eye. You know, um, <laughs> this is, um, I've got a whole file on this. Whole file. So where did that image come from? Here's a picture of the Adonis looking Jesus in the, in the file. My name is Caesar Borgia. I was the son of Pope, Pope Alexander IV, who was, whose real name was Rodrigo Borgia, who was a gangster, a warmongering and greedy orgy having, running a continual criminal empire pope. My dad forced my image on the church and made you worship it ever since 1490. That's the image of Jesus that we have today. Started in 1490. Who painted it? Michelangelo. When did Michelangelo live? From 1475 to 18 um, I'm sorry, to 1564. That's when he lived, 1475 to 1564. He died on February 18th, 1564. So he lived in the same exact time period as the Caesar Borgia. Um, and so I'll read you just a little bit more here. Uh, when it says, okay, regarding Jesus, he hath no form nor comeliness, and when we, we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. In other words, Jesus Christ was not outwardly physically handsome like all the pictures uh, we see. The word comeliness above is translated four times in the Old Testament as beauty. I had a listener email me, and he said, I greeting Scott. I enjoyed your teachings this last week. The reason I'm writing is actually about your teaching on Pope Alexander um, IV and his son Caesarea Borgia. Actually, Jesus was depicted in the same manner many years before even Caesar Borgia, in a similar manner. Couldn't have been the same, but a similar. The Italian the Italian painter Giotto and Masico also depicted Jesus looking like the paintings. Or it's very similar to what we see today. Um, there are many more that painted the Lord um, to look somewhat like of European descent. So again, this is these are these are depictions of what they thought would be, you know, the politically whatever. Um, and he goes on to give the whole history of that because you got you you can go all the way back to the Byzantine Empire. But again, these are all guess guesstimations and renderings um of that whole thing so but the modern day ones we're seeing most of the modern day ones that we're seeing now are from the caesar 
Borgia. So anyway, I just want to get into that because you don't want to bring in these um, pictures into your house. Okay, this is what the Catholics do. They bow down to images and they worship them. We're told not to do that. Okay, and, and um, this is not something we want to get into. We do not want to bring a curse on ourselves and this is a, a, the big time. But guess what? I said all that to say this. I was talking about Maitreya. When Project Blue Beam kicks in, where they're going to have gigantic um, holographic images in the sky over whole regions of areas of the Earth where, you know, let's say where in India you're going to see one big, I don't know, hologram of um, potentially, you know, Krishna or whatever they would think Krishna looks like and or Buddha, the fifth Buddha. Signs and line wonders and miracles. People are going to fall for this stuff hook, line, and sinker. And you're going to have all of this technology commingled with all of this demonic signs and line wonders and miracles going on. You're going to have these ascended masters coming back claiming to be the return of these five major religions, their, their awaited saviors, and probably even beyond that. And one of the main ones that's coming back to the Christians is this Adonis-looking Jesus, also known as Master Jesus, who is one of the Ascended Masters. Who is referred to as one of the lesser of the Ascended Masters. But he's going to come back and he's going to get all the Christians on the same page and probably align them with whatever the Pope's agenda is and whatever the Antichrist agenda is and point people away from the Bible and away from the real Jesus Christ. But that's what his job is going to be and he's going to look just like that cat that's hanging in all the churches and in a lot of people a lot of people's living rooms across America the call that are Christians you don't want to bring something like that even into your house it's like you're bringing a cursed object into your house so many people are going to fall for the lies that are coming just from what i just said they wouldn't if take take away everything i've ever reported on all they're going to need a lot of people is just some guy that calls himself Master Jesus coming back saying, yeah, guys, you've you messed everything up. Yeah, I'm Jesus. I'm here. Now I'm going to straighten you out. And he's going to take everybody right to hell. That's why the Bible, I'm, I'm cautious, the Bible says a wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. Jesus said that. So, I'm not saying God can't give signs, but when that's all you're doing, like the Catholics that just seek sign after sign, all these lying signs and wonders and Lady of Medjugorje and all this other garbage, the Lady of Guadalupe or whatever, paintings that like ooze disgusting smelling oil and the, that stigmata thing where people just bleed out of, like they've got like the, the wounds of Christ. What blasphemy. The Catholic religion is the most extreme version of that from a Christianized standpoint, where they seek after that garbage. I'm telling you, just this fake, false, ascended master, master Jesus coming back, just because he looks like the paintings on the wall, you're going to have millions of Christians end up in hell just because of that. Because that's all they're going to need to see. It's all they're going to need. He, he looks like the same guy on my wall. Or, or, or there was that's in my church. That's him. That's all I need to know. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever he says. 
I'm telling you. I rarely ever hear anybody talk about this. Any any preachers, I've never heard them talk about it. I'm not saying it, it makes me better. I've just never, ever heard a sermon on this. And what I just said to you could, you know, that's why the Bible says we're, we're destroyed for lack of knowledge and not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. That by itself, that one thing I just said, then you're going to have all the other stuff going on at the same time. Oh, the world upheaval, World War III, probably plagues, pestilences, earthquakes, economic collapse, moving into the one world religion. All of that is going to factor into a lot of people's mindset. They're going to be very, very open for answers and to just make the pain go away. Then you got all that commingled with all the other wickedness that they're doing that we report on on a week-to-week basis. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that when that wicked is revealed, that capital W, meaning the Antichrist, and the, there's a falling away of the church that happens at that exact same time, the apostasy of the church, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, at that same time for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. That's where, we're, that's where we're at right now. We're right on the cusp of we're moving into it. That they will believe a lie. I just told you a big whopper of a lie about the, I mean, it was a lie what I said, but the lie that's coming is just one thing. The ascended masters. Maitreya. The arrival of the Antichrist, the false prophet. Master Jesus. He's going to go to the Christians and say, guys, you know, you got it all wrong. You messed everything up. The Bible's corrupted. Follow me. God shall send them strong delusion. That's This is what I'm describing. That they will believe a lie. That they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So it's very important for us to have a love for the truth no matter how bad the truth hurts no matter how brutal the truth may be super mega important so i know i got off on a real tangent there but what i just said was like so important because if like contending for truth got got taken down today um i want i want my listeners to have fresh in their mind what i just said because that is what i believe and what i have taught is the crux that's why i've done so many alien studies the alien agenda deception lie that's why i've done so many because i want my listeners to have a heads up i don't want their blood to be on my hands about this issue about any issue that i've had any control over to to report for you I'm not saying I know everything, but, you know, I want them to be fully aware of what, again, I don't know exact scenarios, but got a pretty good idea. I don't don't want them to be destroyed for lack of knowledge. I don't want them to be ignorant of Satan's devices. I wouldn't want it for myself. I don't want it done to my listeners. So... Going back to this report, 
the United States is deploying military forces to the Middle East after Saturday's drone attacks on major oil sites in Saudi Arabia that has been blamed on Iran. The president has approved the deployment of U.S. forces, which will be defensive in nature. Yeah, right. Um, next report. Saudi-Israeli attack pro-Iranian militias on Syrian-Iraqi border. Both Israel and Saudi Arabia have been blamed for recent airstrikes targeting pro-Iranian militias in, in, the Syrian, in Syria near the border with Iraq, according to Arab media. The attacks resulted in a number of deaths and the destruction of weapons storage facilities and rocket launchers. This was little reported on. Saudi fighter jets have been spotted along with other fighter jets that have attacked facilities and positions belonging to Iranian militias. So, Saudi Arabia, Israel, obviously we're getting in on it, are attacking Iranian positions. Okay? Uh, and this is supposedly in retaliation to all of the stuff that Iran's been doing. This, this Here's another story. This is the lead report on Drudge right now. Um... Iran, Iran's president warns America to stay away as it unveils long-range missiles that could strike U.S. bases. And here we see these Iranian Turkmen militia members marching during their annual parade. Iran's president has warned America and other foreign forces to stay away from the region as Tehran paraded long-range missile missiles capable of reaching American bases. And we want that so bad, man. We want them to launch those missiles because then that's going to give us the pretext to go in there and World War III is going to be on. They're, it's ratcheting up every second. We've been talking about this for months. If what David Goldberg said is right, it's slated for next month, which is by the time when I post this, about a week away. As far as when October starts, I'm not going to say when. And I, again, I don't know if it's going to start in October. I have no idea. But it sure seems like we're ratcheting up to that point. I don't know how much more it could escalate before it spills over into a, into a real kinetic war. Meaning bullets are firing back. Missiles are firing back from both sides. Kinetic. Another report, Iran issues battlefield warning to its aggressors. Any country that attacks Iran will become the main battlefield. What does that mean? That means that they're going to... All those Iranian sleeper cells that are in America. America is going to become the main battlefield. Israel. They're going to try to attack Israel from, I'm sure, within and without. I'm sure they're going to attack Saudi Arabia. Anybody that's coming against Iran... Whatever sleeper cells, Muslim sleeper cells, they have embedded in there. That's And again, I've said that. What is that going to do? That's also going to fulfill the New World Order agenda. Destabilizing America. They can um, go and poison large bodies of water. Take down the electrical grid. And I'm not, ta I'm not talking, I'm talking with little manpower. If they do it right, if God permits them to do it, they can create unbelievable havoc in this country. They can re release biological weapons in major cities and, and kill potentially millions, these Iranian sleeper cells, and anyone working with them. So that's why he says any country that attacks Iran will become the main battlefield. 
The Revolutionary Guards warned Saturday after Washington ordered reinforcements to the Gulf following attacks. See, as soon here's the thing. As soon as this goes hot, expect finally, and I don't mean finally in a good way. I mean finally, I've been talking about this. One of the, the like the first time I ever did anything on a New World Order type of level was back way back like in man, it was like 1999. It's like 20 years ago. I was in the Baptist Church there in North Fort Myers, Florida. And I did a study on the Iranian sleeper cells that were embedded. And they had been embedded for decades even then. And it was on like colloidal silver, I think. And how they could take like a small plane with a Venturi and dump anthrax into it and, and, and go over a, a large population center and just feed it with anthrax or whatever biologicals. And they've had that. You have to understand, they've been making this stuff for decades. Our country's been letting them do it. We know where all these sleeper cells are. We know where they're training. There's 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 one up in the mountains that I talked about here in, in North Carolina. I'm sure there's many. And the and the cops know about it and they're just like, Yeah, we, we can't do anything about it. We just have and they have people that come in there every week, get trained, and leave. And we they don't know where they're going. Then you have the Russian embedded troops, and then you have the Chinese embedded troops that are already here. You have the underground bases. You have all the fifth column troops that have already come up through the border. You have the left, which will be their allies. You have the, the wicked factions of our government, which will be there. It's all being done by design on purpose. So, uh, any country that attacks Iran will become the main battlefield. Um, I want to read this lap, which relates to this report. New Jersey man, Iran's Hezbollah sleeper cell, arrested scouting New York City sites for terror attacks. You hear about this on CNN? <laughs> on Wednesday evening, on Hal Turner's radio show, we warn Americans that sleeper cells with ties to Iran are already here in our country and they have been for decades and would likely attack America here at home if war breaks out with Iran in the Middle East. Expect, as soon as this thing goes kinetic, as soon as it's all out war, and I hate to say this, but that could be like, that's it. These Iranian sleeper cells go hot, Order out of chaos. Ordo ab Kyle, the model of the 33rd degree Freemason. They're going to bring the new world order out of the old world order. But they got to destroy the old world order in order to bring in the new. And the, and the main place that that's still put in place evidently is America. So they would likely attack Americans here at home if war breaks out with Iran in the Middle East. Today we find out our worst fears are true. They're here already scouting locations to attack. A New Jersey man has been indicted on charges. He supported Islamist militant group Hezbollah, a proxy funded by Iran by scouting possible targets for an attack. Police said Alexei Saib of Morristown, New Jersey has been indicted in federal court for scouting locations in the city and sending back information to Lebanon according to federal documents to be sealed unsealed on thursday and see 
again, just like 9-11, just blame it on the, the Arabs. When all the stuff starts going down, even though we let them be here, we let them stay here, we let them train, we hid them, we brought them over. We're sure probably still bringing them over. We, we just, we can't believe this happened. No, you did it all on purpose by design so that you would have your built-in excuse to blame when the war went hot. I mean, who's going who's gonna to point the finger back at America when we finally go to war with Iran and then all these sleeper cells get activated that America, the government's going to like, hey, what can, what, we didn't know. It's not our fault. It's their deal. We're at war with them. Of course they're going to do this. And we let them in here and we let them do all the stuff and we let them train and we let them prosper and we let them stay in their hidden enclaves back in the forest and train and make all the biological weapons and all the other stuff that they've been doing for, for decades and decades. But we're, we're not um, culpable. We're, we're not to blame for any of this. The government, no. Officials said while living in the United States, Saib surveilled dozens of iconic new york city locations including the united nations headquarters the statue of liberty rockefeller center times square the empire state building and local airports tunnels and bridges and provided detailed information on these locations including photographs to the islamic jihad organization a component of hezbollah this is just one guy doing this can you imagine how many more it's just one guy they've caught in particular saeed focused on structural weaknesses he surveilled in order to determine how a future how a future attack could cause the most destruction saeed reported to the ijo which is the islamic jihad organization um including materials used to construct a particular target how close in proximity one could get to the target and a site in site weaknesses or soft spots that the ijo could exploit if it attacked a target in the future court records said these are all court records um and they list all of this some of the potential targets airports local tunnels times square empire state just like 9 11 they use that to maximal and we had everything to do with that talked about that last week um they're gonna want the biggest heart america the New World Order is going to want the biggest, most visible, most iconic targets to be hit and destroyed. Because it's going to have more of a, just like the World Trade Center is going down in free fall. And the only way that can be achieved is through controlled demolition, which had, those charges had to be set, you know, probably weeks, if not months ahead of time. There were crews that came in, people saw them, they would come in at night and work these crews under under the guise of some maintenance thing and they were setting the charges the thermite charges that melted the steel instantaneously which made the building fall and free fall and then when you heard the free falling building you heard the explosions going off as it was free falling i thought it was the plane that blot no no it was that and then building seven that wasn't even hit by a plane it fell in free fall too silverstein the synagogue of satan guy that owned it owned the buildings told them to pull he said, I told him to pull it, meaning building seven. Those charges had to be done way, way ahead of time in order for that to happen. You just don't rig a building the day of. Yes, the planes hit there, and then we had our, our guys that rigged all the explosives scurry up the stairs 
and implant all of the charges right then. No, it was done months ahead of time. Had to be. Well, they're going to want the same type of impact. Except this is going to be going on all across the country at once. Order out of chaos. Everything's going to collapse. Okay. So, you know, it, at that point, you're going to be put in a position where um, you're going to be totally reliant on the Lord Jesus Christ. You're going to have to be. You're, you're not going to have a choice anymore. I'm not saying you're not now. I'm saying it's going to be it's going to be so bad. I believe that uh, communications most likely will be cut off. It's good if you have some type of uh, shortwave radio, uh, two way little two way radios where if you know they can communicate for some miles. I've gotten into all these in, in previous studies, and you get into the whole survival thing, and, and you can you can key in like uh, survival that type of thing in the keyword search of continue for truth i've done whole studies on this stuff but that's that's what we're looking at here so this proves the people the iranians are going to be targeting average americans they're planning to kill us um i'm, I'm just kind of going through this right now he entered the u.s legally in 2000 and applied for citizenship in 2005 he became a naturalized citizen three three years later He's also done similar scouting operations in Washington and Boston. This is all court documents have proven this. Uh, this is irrefutable proof that the worst fears of the average Americans have now proven to be true. People who hate us have come to attack our country and have even goes, gone so far as to obtain citizenship with the desires to attack and kill as many of us i'm going to post this i didn't actually have this in my report i just had a link i'm going to post this text in the pdf so you'll have it if you want to read the full report here um if iran breaks out in war it will not be like other wars we will likely be attacked here in america by the cells sent over by iran he's just echoing and confirming what i've been saying what did what did i just read you what did I just what did I just read you in, in the thing? Iran issues battlefield warning to its aggressors. Any country that attacks Iran will become the main battlefield. Battlefield America. Doesn't mean that they're gonna launch nukes from Iran. Their nukes are already here. They're little they're walking around on two legs. They're, they've embedded into our culture for decades. And not only that, the New World Order wants this. It'll, it'll give the excuse for all the blue hats, the light blue hat UN peacekeepers to come out to restore order. All the embedded Russian and Chinese and fifth column troops coming up from South America. The gangs that they're probably going to put the blue hats. They've trained a lot of the gang members for this. All the people on the left they've trained. All the corrupt people in the military, most likely. <clears throat> I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just I'm telling you this is the scenario I've been talking about for a long time. The Lord Jesus Christ is our only hope. That's it. And he's, no matter what I'm telling you, God is still bigger, still stronger, 
None of this is going to take him by surprise. Make sure you're as, as right with God as you can be. Pray fast. If, you, if you're not sure about what to do, pray and fast. That's the best advice I can give you. If you want to know more about a specific subject that I talked about, do a keyword search at contendingfortruth.com. I probably talked about it. I think I've got, I don't know, like 25, 3,000 audios up there now. All listener-sponsored, not dependent on YouTube, not dependent on, on any other platform that could censor me or take me down where I have to parse words in, in, in like a lot of people do up on YouTube now. They have to because, you know, if they say the wrong word, they're going to get demonetized. I've never relied on that. Praise God, we've never had, we've never had to. Uh, Yemeni's Houthi rebels have claimed responsibility for the strikes. But the U.S. says it has concluded the attacks involved cruise missiles from Iran and amounted to an act of war. So, well, if America says it, it has to be true, right? That's, that's the, the gospel truth for sure. Um, in the, I'm, I'm reading from this last report here um, from how turner about this this uh iranian sleeper cell guy he says those those cells will likely attack population centers transit hubs highway bridges railroads oil gas pipelines public water supplies and such you have to be ready for such things just in case below are ways you can prepare every household should have emergency supplies to tough it out on your own for a while man i'm going to get into that today i'm going to play you a report after this is just I, I couldn't even believe what I was hearing about this same this same thing. And I'm telling you guys, we could if we launch missiles, I mean they're they're so close right now. They're the his generals are telling Trump, let us let us launch. As soon as that happens, you have to understand. Iran is most likely going to retaliate and they're gonna give the go sign to the terrorist sleeper cells in America and it's gonna be game over. At that point, they're, they're probably, and may happen, they may shut down the internet to try to control all the narratives. And you're not going to hear from me ever again. This side of eternity. I'll, meet, I'll see you in heaven. I'm telling you, we could be that close. Now, I hope we've got seven more years, or however many. But I'm telling you, it could happen. I'm not date setting, I'm being realistic. So, he says, whatever your situation, this page will point you in directions that you may not have thought about and help you to prepare. You cannot rely on the government. Uh, the links below are to various pages on eBay and to various vendors with whom the Hal Turner Show has an affiliate relationship. Um, so, he gets into personal protective gear, N100 filter masks. Now, I'm pretty sure you could get those at Home Depot as well or not not home depot don't go there lowe's home depot's totally yoked up with the whole gay lesbian movement um waterproof eye protection that is that is a good idea well and or gas masks um that are that have a seal to the face okay that's for for nuclear biological chemical you want to get one with an, an nbc filter nu nuclear biological chemical It'll filter out all that. 
Um, Tyvek suits, yeah, if we got hit with um, some biological. Anyway, he gets into all this stuff here. Radiation pills, uh, resistant body, or you know. Anyway, he gets into all that here. I'll give you the link, and um, it's going to be under the the whole New Jersey man, Iran's Hezbollah sleeper arrested scouting NC sites for terror attacks. So when you see that link, I'm not going to post all the verbiage here because it's gigantic, but I will. Um, um, the link will lead you, to, or you can just go up to Hal Turner's website and you'll find it there. Okay, so. I wanted to go over that. So continuing further, I ran to conduct a naval drill with China and Russia. <laughs> and again, that's what I said. If China and Russia join in the game, you know it's World War III. Iran said it will stage a naval drill with Russia and China in international waters after the U.S. announced plans to send troops to the Middle East. According to TASNIM, the semi-official news agency, the joint drill will be held in the north of the Indian Ocean and the Sea of Oman. The joint exercise will be the first in Iran. First time they've ever done this. That China and Russia ever did in the Indian Ocean. The announcement comes less than 24 hour, hours after the U.S. said it would send a moderate number of American troops to the region. Remember, they've already been building up troops there. In that region. Uh, and again, what does this also do? This gets all our troops over there into the middle, into the World War III Middle East battle plan ultimately we want they want those troops to die anyway because they're probably going to be loyal americans and while all our troops are overseas then we're left here with no good guy troops or very minimal amounts of them that's all by design too for when the russians and the chinese sleeper cells come out in the blue hats and they won't have as much resistance and they're going to come as the good guys you're going to have the Iranian sleeper cells and all the all the devils they're working with, creating as much chaos and killing and havoc. I don't know. It's the way I see it going down. I've been I've been talking about this for years now, but it's it's all becoming more and more clear. It seems like every study I'm doing, and every study becomes more and more the gravity of it and the seriousness of it. It just gets greater every time I do a study now. Uh, and the church essentially does little to nothing, really, regarding this type of stuff, to expose it. They're going to go along with whatever the government says because, you know, the government's a force for good. No, it's not a force for good. When it is a force for good, that's great, but it's not. Romans 13 just key in the Romans 13 and keyword search box at contendingforshoot.com. I've done a whole study on that. Unlimited subservience to the government. Where does a Bible-believing Christian draw the line? Uh, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm looking, at, okay, and then this is the last report regarding this particular subject, I believe. Uh, let me just see here. Yeah. Um, False flag. Neocon Zionist warmongers behind the missile attacks on Saudi Arabia oil, refiner, oil refineries carried out to blame Iran as well as to jack up the price of oil. But there's much more to this plot. The Trump administration is being used by Israel to wage war on Iran. False flag terror operation Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, 
declares Iran, Iran guilty of attacks on the Saudi Arabia oil refineries before any evidence is even presented. So what they, that's all they do is knee-jerk. Because it fits the narrative and it gets them, you know, it's, it's incrementalism. It's just all these things put together, like I've been saying, will we'll finally get us to that point where the tipping point will occur. They're figuring and they'll have American sentiment behind them. Now, this is from a, a quote from an intelligence analyst and former U.S. military officer. He said, the globalist geopolitical chessboard is being stealthily set up by the neocons to trigger World War III. The Zionists are determined to take out Iran. They don't care that Russia and China will not stand for it. And again, Russia and China are conducting military drills with Iran right now, or going to be. This false flag drone attack on Saudi Arabia was an obvious attempt to accuse Iran as a pretext to an American invasion, of course. The price of oil will also spike as the CIA perpetrators planned. And when the, when the price of oil spikes, guess what? People are, so many people are just so concerned about their, their own pocketbooks. They don't really care so much about the Middle East, but if it affects them financially, then they start caring. That could be enough just to get public sentiment if, if oil prices double well who what's what's the reason for it well iran attacked all the facilities and shut down 50 percent of the saudi saudi arabian oil production which is five percent of the total earth's production and that's why the oil prices are double kill them kill everybody in iran that's all it's going to take for a lot of people i'm not saying that i'm not saying i'm saying that i'm saying that a lot of people will buy into all that uh, of course, the price of oil will spike as the CIA perpetrators plan. The bottom line is that the warmongers have a long-range plan that looks like market crash, dollar collapse, and World War III. How many times do we need to watch these transparent false flag attacks executed by Israel, the United States, the United Kingdom, and Saudi Arabia before they are exposed as juvenile attempts to start an unprovoked war of naked aggression? Who doesn't know by now that the neocon Zionists are determined to start a war with Iran come hell or high water? And that they will use any false flag operation necessary to start that war. That includes blowing up half of Saudi Arabia's oil refining capacity. This tribe of neocon Zionist warmongers is totally insane, a cabal of criminality of insane psychopaths to the extreme. The false accuser and frontman, Mike Pompeo, does not even hold a candle to most of the neocon warmongers, this incorrigible tribe of corrupt bankers will do whatever it takes to spike the price of oil as well. After all, it was their same mafia that pulled off the 9-11 false flag attacks in broad daylight. See this report. Indisputable evidence, indisputable evidence confirms 9-11 was both an inside job and a Mossad job. We got into that last week. Here's another link. Key point. With the Israeli, with the Israeli elections looming, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu will do whatever it takes to steal the election. However, this obvious false flag attack on Saudi Arabia just may produce the necessary chaos and insecurity for Israelis to that they will re-elect their fear-mongering Prime Minister. So we have that. Uh, probably the last part I'm going to play in this, this uh, part one is this next one, which is 30 Signs that most Americans will be wiped out by the coming economic collapse and the collapse of the stock market. Now, granted, I think it's going to come, most likely, in conjunction with going to war with Iran because the Iranian sleeper cells are going to be activated, which is going to create total havoc. And if they, if, they, if they hit a whole bunch of these targets that they're planning on hitting in America, 
that we're, we're already teetering on the brink of you know financial destruction anyway just because we've got a whole fiat currency system where they print money out of thin air something's got to give eventually it's not going to take a whole lot to push so that and it'd be so much easier for the neocons and for the synagogue of satan and for the corrupt factions of of our government to just say well it's all iran's fault look we tried but they had all these sleeper cells they activated and they created all this havoc and they're the ones that did it of course and they activate the, the blue helmets. So I'm going to play this video and 30 signs that most Americans will be wiped out by the coming economic collapse. And I mean, you, you got to hear this. This is just unbelievable. This information. majority of Americans are going to be absolutely blindsided by what is coming. They don't understand how our financial system works, they don't understand how vulnerable it is, and most of them blindly trust that our leaders know exactly what they're doing and that they'll be able to fix our problems. As a result, most Americans are simply not prepared for the massive storm that's heading our way. Most American families are living paycheck to paycheck. Most of them are not storing up emergency food and supplies, and only a very small percentage of them are buying gold and silver for investment purposes. They seem to have forgotten what happened back in 2008. When the financial markets crashed, millions of Americans lost their jobs. Because most of them were living on the financial edge, millions of them also lost their homes. Unfortunately, most Americans seem convinced that it will not happen again. Right now, we seem to be living in a hope bubble, and people have become very complacent. For a while there, being a prepper was very trendy, but now concern about a coming economic collapse seems to have subsided. What a tragic mistake. As I pointed out before, our entire financial system is a giant Ponzi scheme. And there are already signs that our financial markets are about to implode once again. Those that have not made any preparations for what is coming are going to regret it bitterly. The following are 30 signs that most Americans will be wiped out by the coming economic collapse. Number one. According to a survey that was just released, 78% of all Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. But most Americans are acting as if their jobs will always be there. But the truth is that mass layoffs can occur at any time. Number two, 28% of all Americans do not have even a single penny saved up. Americans are good at spending, but lousy at saving. According to bank rates, the latest financial security index, nearly 3 in 10 U.S. adults have no emergency savings. Number 3. 58% of all Americans have $1,000 or less saved up. Since 2015, Go Banking Rates has asked Americans how much they have in savings. Each year, the survey results have shown that a majority of adults don't even have $1,000 in a savings account. That trend continues in 2019. Number four, less than one out of every five Americans 
has enough money stored away to cover six months of expenses. Number five, wages continue to fall, even as the cost of living continues to go up. Today, the average income for the bottom 90% of all income earners in America is just $36,182. An increasing percentage of American families are just trying to find a way to survive from month to month. Number six, 78 million Americans are participating in the gig economy because full-time jobs just don't pay enough to make ends meet these days. Number seven, back in 2007, about 28% of all working families were considered to be among the working poor. Today, that number is up to 32%, even though our politicians tell us that the economy is supposedly recovering. Number eight, in Arkansas, Mississippi, and New Mexico, more than 40% of all working families are considered to be low income. Number nine, families that have a head of household under the age of 30 have a poverty rate of 37%. Number 10, more than one out of every four children in the United States is enrolled in the food stamp program. Number 11, the number of families in the United States living on $2 a day or less more than doubled between 1996 and 2019. Number 12, 85% of middle-class Americans say it is more difficult now than a decade ago to maintain their standard of living. Some 62% say a lot of the blame lies with Congress. A slight majority say a lot lies with banks and other financial institutions. Just 8% blame the middle class itself. Number 13, small business is becoming an endangered species in America. In fact, only about 7% of all non-farm workers in the United States are self-employed at this point. That means that the vast majority of Americans are depending on someone else to provide them with an income. But what is going to happen as those jobs disappear? Number 14, the average American has... So now this has been decades of the world government, the powers that be, the Illuminati, the elite, whatever you want to call them, <clears throat> jockeying us into this position where all of these are statistical facts now. That we're just teetering on this, the precipice of this cliff that... <laughs> where there's very little even holding it up at this point it's like a house of cards that are getting ready to come down and again all of this is being done by design on purpose and when the big one hits when and i really believe at this point in the most plausible scenario us going to world war three with iran when those iranian sleeper cells are activated that's when the order out of chaos that's when it all goes down and and again i i gotta think that um i don't see how <clears throat> The truth tellers out there, they're how they're going to let them uh, keep telling the truth. I, I just I don't see that. Now I'm not saying God cannot intervene, but uh, <clears throat> at that point, again, you, you may be kind of on your own from that standpoint. So uh, whatever preps you need to do, whatever information you need to download, if there's anything like that, I would do it now, sooner rather than later.
$38,000 in debt, a quarter of which comes directly from credit card charges. In December 2018, consumer debt overall hit a record high of $4 trillion. Credit cards, student loans, mortgages, car loans, personal loans. Most Americans have a combination of these sources of debt. And despite their best intentions, Americans are digging themselves deeper into a hole each year. Number 15. In 1980, the average American worker's debt was 1.96 times larger than his or her monthly salary. Today, that number has ballooned to five. Number 16. 102 million working-age Americans do not have a job right now. That number is higher than it was at any point during the last recession. Number 17. In the United States today, the average young adult with student loan debt has a negative net worth. Number 18. Almost 51 million U.S. households can't afford basics like rent and food. Number 19. According to the Federal Reserve, four out of ten Americans do not have enough money to cover an unexpected $400 expense without borrowing the money or selling something they own. Number 20. 22% of all Americans cannot pay all of their bills in a typical month. Number 21. Today, a higher percentage of Americans are dependent on the government than ever before. More than half of Americans receive more money in various types of government transfer payments, such as Medicare, Medicaid, food stamps, Social Security, than they pay in federal taxes. So, what is going to happen when the government handout gravy train comes to an end? Number 22. As of the latest data released on August 2, 2019, the total is 35.9 million of Americans receiving food stamps which is more than the entire population of Venezuela, Peru, or Malaysia. Wow. Number 23. Incredibly, a higher percentage of children is living in poverty in America today than was the case back in 1975. Number 24. It's estimated that less than 10% of the U.S. population owns any gold or silver for investment purposes. The World Gold Council, which gathers and disseminates mountains of statistics about gold, says it can provide no estimate for the number of Americans who own gold as an investment. Metals Focus, a London-based precious metals consultant, says it has no figures that it can release. When I passed along an estimate that fewer than 10% of American adults own gold as an investment, a spokesman wouldn't confirm but hinted that it was accurate. A detailed 2010 poll designed to elicit the views of Americans sympathetic to the Tea Party movement found that 5% of those who viewed the movement favorably said that they had purchased gold coins or bars in the preceding 12 months. The poll did not report a result for the same question from the general population. Many of the newsletters and consultants that advise people to buy precious metals estimate that between 1% and 3% of the American population owns precious metals. These guesses suggest that somewhere between 2.5 million 
and 25 million Americans own gold as an investment. A range so wide. I mean, if, if the if the dollar goes to nothing, the only thing that's going to be of value are things that you can barter, services that you might be able to render if you can actually render a service uh, to somebody, and precious metals, those types of things. Uh, that's about it. Because if the dollar's not worth anything, if it finally when it finally collapses, well then. You know, and I've done teachings on precious metals before. My advisements on how to procure them, skiing precious metals. Uh, I would just buy locally, if I was you, from like mom and pop, somebody selling gold and silver, and then that doesn't you know need to have all your information and, and try to get it as low key as you can. I wouldn't, you know, I've in. You know, don't, uh, what I'm saying is that you don't want to create a paper trail. <laughs> okay? You don't want to create a paper trail that you own this. So, just some things like that to think about. Just keep precious metals in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. It makes any concrete analysis impossible. Number 25. It has been estimated that there are approximately 3 million preppers in the United States. But that means that almost everyone else is not prepping. Uh, there's like, what, 330 million people here? And 3%? I mean, that's... Whoa. 26. 44% of all Americans do not have first aid kits in their homes. 27. 48% of all Americans do not have any emergency supplies stored up. Oh, I'm sorry, I said 3 million preppers, so, yeah. Okay, that's less than 330. Okay, so what is that? If 3%, or if there's 3 million preppers in America, that is, uh, my word. It's basically <clears throat> way less than 1% of the people in America. Okay. It's it's like point nine, not even one percent of the people in America are prepping at all. So massive food shortages, which are going to be created by design on purpose through all the chaos. Um, people aren't going to have food. They're probably not going to have water. They're not going to have basic necessities. They're going to go to the government, and most people are not prepped at all, and they're. It's like they're they're going to be led to the slaughter. It's like lambs being led to the slaughter. They're they're exact. They're going to be in the exact position that the government wants them in to have. And I, and again, if my listener, any of my listeners are in that position, I'm I'm not coming down on you. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying that, you know, um, that's the that's the exact the position the government wants you in, so that they'll have maximum potential control and power over you when things go dark. Okay, so I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm not saying God can't feed you like with the ravens, okay, like the Bible talks about. But um, the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, and the simple pass on and are punished. And if, you've had, if you have that ability at all, to prep at all, I would highly advise it at this point. If God is leading you, I mean, do what God's telling you to do. Above any, if you feel convicted in a certain way, Pray fast about it, uh, but um, you know, I've done a lot of studies on this, on 
in in a I mean I could give you tons and tons of Bible verses. I've got a whole section of Bible verses on this specific subject that um it's just prudent if you can do it to uh prep and, and get ready. Eight. 53% of all Americans do not have a three-day supply of non-perishable food and water in their homes. 29. 53% don't even have three days of food and water? What? I mean, that means when things go dark, that chaos is going to ensue very quickly. Um appears as though we're the least prepared we've ever been at any point in our society ever according to what they're talking about here one survey asked americans how long they thought they would survive if the electrical grid went down for an extended period of time incredibly 21 percent said that they would survive for less than a week and a 21 percent said they couldn't even get through a week without the electrical grid it's like they've just resigned themselves to this i mean if you said something like that wouldn't you want to wouldn't that make you give you pause to think i need to do something about this but no they're just they've resigned i'll just die i would rather if i can't have all my creature comfort i'm not going to prepare and if i can't have all my creature comforts then i'll just die uh, okay uh, i guess that's optional or 28% said that they would survive for less than two weeks and nearly 75% said they would be dead before the two-month mark. Wow. Now, I've heard that before about, like, if an EMP hit us, that, you know, 90% of Americans would be dead within a year. But the Americans are confirming this as well. 75% of them said they wouldn't even make it two months, much less a year. Wouldn't it? Oh, I just, I don't know, I guess it's because I'm a watchman and I've been screaming about this type of stuff for so long. It's like, come on, guys. I mean, oh, boy. 30. According to a survey conducted by the Adelphi University Center for Health Innovation, 55% of Americans believe that the government will come to their rescue when disaster strikes. Oh. Just because you are living a... Oh, they'll come to your rescue. <laughs> rescue you right to the, to the FEMA camps, right onto the railroad train, right onto the whatever FEMA barges or whatever they got planned. Oh, yeah. ...middle-class lifestyle today does not mean that it will always be that way. If the U.S. economy crashes and you lose your job, how will you and your family survive? Will you and your family end up homeless and totally dependent on the government for your survival? Get prepared while there is still time. If you do not know how to get prepared, my video entitled 30 Things You Should Do to Prepare for the Imminent Economic Collapse has some basic tips, so there is no excuse. You can trust that Donald Trump has everything under control. But as for me and my family, we are going to prepare for the giant economic storm that is coming. I hope that you will be getting prepared too. Okay, so the, he gives the video at the end here. 30 things you should do to prepare for the imminent economic collapse in the stock market. Um, it's at the end of this video.
Okay, so this is going to be, well, here, I'll go ahead and make this simple for you. I'm going to click on this right now. I'm not going to play this, but I'm going to, I'm, I clicked on it and I'm going to, I'm going to put this link in, in there and it'll be the last link for part one. Now, what I do on the PDFs, just so you know, is I try to make it easy as possible. I will, on the PDFs, you'll see, like, like um, for my first part of my teaching, you'll see, like, uh, a plus sign, the number one, and another plus, plus sign. That delineates, that's the first part. And then when I go to part two, I'll do a plus sign, a two, and a plus sign. So, this will be the last report before part two starts on the PDF for September 23rd, 2019 at contendingfortruth.com. You got to click on the PDF, you know, to see that information. It's all free. It's it's all there. So I'm going to, I'll put this in here. 30 things you should do to prepare for the imminent economic lap, uh, economic and stock market crash. I haven't listened to it yet. It looks like it's 25 minutes long, but the first video was good. Um, I'm sure this guy has some probably agenda, so I, I can't vouch for every single thing that he's going into. Uh, but that was some very, very sobering information. Um, <laughs> everything that we talked about in part one was sobering. Take it to the Lord, pray fast, do whatever it takes, you know, seek the face of God. Uh, so God bless you and we will see you in part two. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.